Salut, and welcome to episode 30 of Beyond the INC, the podcast that is still smarting from missing out on a nomination for Best Spoken Word at the Grammys. Coming up on this week's show, we've got a roundup of what we watched on French TV at the weekend. We've got news of Christmas dates. We'll be giving you a world-exclusive first play of a keen remix with Kanye West. We have a hat full of rumours for you, from South American dates to UK support acts. And we'll take you through the band's mixtape for good measure. It's almost too much for two men to handle. It's like we'll be having to bring in hired help next, isn't it? So those are all the active ingredients in today's prescribed dose of Beyond the INC. Beyond the INC. First of all, we hear that Keane's decision to appear on French talent show Star Academy has caused a bit of a stir. You can say that again. In the wake of the band's very public criticism of TV talent shows such as X Factor, they appeared on the French Talent Contest, where the band mimed their instruments, whilst Tom and contestants sang along to their backing tracks. And in all honesty, it wasn't very edifying. I think you could tell just by watching it that there were a few embarrassed looks going on. Um, to give you some idea of um, of the show, um, they weren't actually the main guests. Uh, Britney Spears was the, the main guest um, promoting her circus album. So they were, they were already playing second fiddle, and then to have the band performing as a, a, a karaoke backing band to the singers, I think, was, was... It just seemed like they were beneath that. Yeah, it's something that a lot of the fans on the message board have reacted quite strongly to. Um, very, very strongly. Um, strong enough to result in Tim blogging about it on the, on the main website. Hmm. But I guess, you know, this is sort of a necessary evil of, of, of what goes on these days. Yeah, I think the way that I look at it is that promotion has got to be done. But it doesn't need to be done in this way. There's there are other shows on TFM that they they could have done. Um, they've they've put on uh, is it Taratara um, before? I think so. Yeah. Um, which is a, another show on French TV that would give them you know a similar amount of coverage. Um, and I think what what I've heard from a lot of French people who who've seen it has said that they probably think it probably did more harm than good, in that it marks them out as being this sort of throwaway um, pop act. Um, that you can karaoke to, which is something they're not. But on the other hand, it has exposed them to you know a huge audience. Millions of people have watched this, and at least they've now heard of Keen and heard some Keen songs. But yeah, they've they've not heard them at their best. Rather than hearing a perfect vocal over the top of a, a well played tune, what they've had is a a mimed backing track with you know somebody who was singing down the pub three months ago. Mm. Um, you know. It's it's not how the song should have been heard first by people if this is how they were introduced to the band. Yeah, but I I, I think I, you know I'm not I'm not wholly negative. I'm not as negative as a lot of people are about this. And I think the band the band wouldn't have chosen to do it. I think that's quite clear. Mm. Um, and there was a large degree of involvement by the label in France. Um, but I think the upshot is that the band are the band are professionals. Definitely, yeah, and you know, sometimes you have to do things you don't like, and uh, this was certainly, I think this has certainly done them a lot of good in France, in, in overall. I think in the in the very long run, it will probably have won them, it probably was politically the right thing to do, um, but uh, perhaps whether it's what they would have wanted to do is another matter. Um, I think what we're saying is that, I mean, it was a, a bit embarrassing, um, probably some regrets attached to it, but I think full full credit to them. Um, for being professional under the circumstances. Yeah, although I did cringe a little bit, I must admit. Yeah, it did look pretty bad. Um, if a fair few people have lost a little bit of respect for them as a result, then that's as it may be. But I don't think it's the end of the world. Um, when you put it all into perspective, I'd, I'd like to think they wouldn't do a show like this again. 
But then who knows what their various labels around the world would think would be a good idea. Um, well, quite. Um, I think I think that's pretty much all we've got to say on the subject. So, this week's news. This week, the band are in America on that mini-tour that we talked about on the last show. And by America, we mean California, because there is no other bit of America. They have uh, TV and radio appearances lined up, including a session for the first US radio show that played them, Morning Becomes Eclectic, on KCRW. And their run at the Echo, Roxy and Largo clubs finishes at the weekend. And they're the first US gigs they've played in three years. Um, we're not going to talk about these too much. Um, yeah. But, well, the reason for that is we do actually have a spy at the show who is going to be in the squat next week to give us a full report. In the squat. Someone's coming all the way from America to the squat to appear on the podcast. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who? Oh, just a friend. All right. Before the band went to the States, they were in Paris for the aforementioned Star Academy show and a headline gig. And while they were there, they also pentured in a session with fashion guru, blogging superstar and occasional musician Kanye West. In an interview with XFM, Tom revealed that they're collaborating on a track together. Not just any track, but a new version of You Haven't Told Me Anything, which has been really incendiary at the gigs, but it just needs a little bit more oomph on the record. There's no news on when we can expect to hear that, but we'll let you know if we hear anything. There you go, Chris. Kanye working with Keen. Just like I said a few months ago. But not on You Don't See Me. Well, no, but then I've been experimenting a bit with that, so here you go. Get down, girl, go ahead. Cutie the bomb, met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. She said, I could tell you rock, I could tell by your charm. Fars girls, you gotta flock, I could tell by your charm and your arm. But I'm looking for the one, how you seen her? My psychic told me she'll have a like Serena, Trina, Gina for Lopez, four kids, and I gotta take all they bad. To show biz, okay, get your kids, but then they got their friends. I pulled up in the bins, they all got up in. We all went to den, and then I had to pay. If you fing with this girl, then you better be paid. You know why? Take too much to touch her. From what I heard, she got a baby by Buster. My best friend said she used to fk with Usher. I don't care what none of y'all say, I still love her. Well, I'm I'm uh I'm speechless. I'll tell you that was a good thing then. I, th- I think you've really brought out the subtleties of the track. Thank you. It took me all of 20 minutes. So, um, uh, yeah, um, speaking of new stuff from the band, they performed a brand new cover at the Radio 2 Live in London show last week. Hitherto known to us as the softest gig in history. That's the one. It was a note-perfect version of Disco 2000 by probably the best British band of the past 30 years, Pulp. And Tim has been discussing recording it for a possible release, so watch this space. Our advice, if you're desperate to hear it, is to go to a gig with a couple of friends, cue from dawn, stand right at the front and then bellow for it at the top of your lungs at every single moment that the band aren't playing. That's some good rational advice there, Andrew. Well, you see, like the Strokes and their no encore policy, um, sometimes they've just got to break the habit of a lifetime and take a request, so, you know, you never know. There's also been an announcement of a brand new digital EP, albeit one for completists and mega fans only, like us. The band are releasing a series of retrospective EPs featuring demos and unreleased material compiled from around the time of one of their major hits. The first to receive the treatment is Everybody's Changing, and its EP includes a demo, the original single release, a demo of B-Side Fly To Me, and a demo of unreleased song Into The Light. And that is available now from keenmusic.com, and all proceeds will go towards helping pay Chris's wages. Hey! Beyond the 
So let's talk about upcoming gigs, both confirmed and... Gulp. Unconfirmed. First things first then, the band are playing two Christmas shows in the UK. And just to show that they are still good Christians at heart, they're celebrating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. In association with XFM and Bauer Radio. With two gigs at the Glasgow Garage on December 15th and then one in London on the 16th. Now if you came along to an evening with Beyond the INC in September, and you were a fool if you didn't, You'd be very familiar with the London venue, 229 Great Portland Street. A very good time we had there, although hopefully this time we won't be spending quite so much time on stage. Tickets for those are free and available now from the official site and radio stations in question. Now, these days, if you do want to see Keen playing small shows like these, they are going to be in association with radio shows, TV stations, all done for some other tie-in reason. Yeah, I mean, if they never did radio tie-in gigs, then you wouldn't really be set here now, would you, Andrew? That's too true. Um, anyway, these are going to be awesome shows. There's been rumours of uh, covers, special guests, all sorts of things. So we definitely advise you getting along to these if you can. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, next year, we hear that after those big UK dates, the band are going to be going over to South America. Um, and just so that we let you know that we do learn from our mistakes, um, we're going to tread really carefully here. Um... We've been past some details about this tour, but we're not going to give you all of them um, because they are still subject to change. And really, I mean, we don't want any of you to get your hopes up. Absolutely. They're just as a guide. So here they are. Yep. March 14th in Santiago, Chile. March 16th, 17th and 19th in Buenos Aires in Argentina. March the 21st, Porto Alegre. March the 23rd, Rio de Janeiro. And then off to Mexico City for three more nights. Sounds amazing. Uh, again, these dates are unconfirmed and obviously subject to change at any moment. As you often see, these are provided for novelty purposes only. When they're confirmed, we'll let you guys know. Um, so, I mean, just to have a bit of a comment about these, assuming that these, uh, these dates do go ahead, um, exactly as we've said, um, something that troubles me a little bit about them is the timing. So, do you think they're too early, too late? Or? I, I, yeah, I, I think that obviously the band want to play out there as soon as possible. Um, but it's all about the context. And at the mm-hmm. start of March, Radiohead, the uh, biggest band of Britain, um, they're going to be out there playing a series of stadium shows. Um, mm-hmm. Shortly after that, they're going to be followed by Coldplay, um, the second biggest band in Britain. And both of those uh, tours have tickets already on sale. Radiohead have sold out uh, the National Stadium in Chile twice over. Um, given that they are the two biggest British bands around, um, what room is there going to be for Keane? Yeah, so, I mean, do you think people are going to have to end up choosing them between Keen or Radiohead and Coldplay? Well, I mean, given how expensive concert tickets are in South America relative to earnings, and I know, having having been there in the last sort of month or so, I've, I've you know, I've recently seen just exactly how far your cash can go, and I know how much these, these tickets are going to be, sort of roughly. Um, can you imagine that people who are fans of all three, and a lot of fans are fans of all three, yeah. how many of those are going to be able to buy tickets for Radiohead, and then Coldplay, and now Keen? Um... I reckon there's not going to be people, and if people have to choose, Keen are probably not going to come off very well. Um, well, I guess we'll see when they're confirmed. Can we do more rumours, Andrew? Sure, you know, Chris, why not? We've been hearing all over the place that Lily Allen will be supporting Keen on their arena tour in January and February. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard this myself um they're not from the usual places um 
She's got an album herself early next year, and she'll mm-hmm. be playing her own shows in March, so the time frame sort of roughly fits. And given the size of the shows, it may be felt that, you know, really big name support is going to be required to, to flog off the remaining tickets. I think the, the only date that's sold out at the moment is the, the Brighton um, Arena mm-hmm. show, which is a hometown show, so you'd expect it to be the first to go. Um, so a big name package for the rest of the tour would probably um, sell the rest of the tickets, and she'd fit the bill. Yeah, do you think she might be perhaps a little bit too big to play second fiddle to King? Possibly, possibly. Um, and I think, you know, there's still obviously a, a lot of other people who could do the slot instead. Hmm. Um, but having, having said all that, I think there's a, there's a reasonable chance of it at the moment, but it is just a rumour. Yeah, before we move on, let's do a t-shirt plug. Um, yeah, great idea. Um, we're, we're down to the last handful of True Fact t-shirts now, um, well, so I think. Um, we think they make fantastic gifts for anyone you know who just loves wearing clothes. So if you're not a nudist, get along to beyondtheinc.com and check out our merchandise. Well put. And if you are, send us pictures of yourself. Don't say that, Chris. Pervert. <laughs> Beyond the Staying firmly in the live arena, we often hear from people about the mixtape. Those are the songs that the band pick out to set the scene for their show, if you're not sure. We've had plenty of emails, actually, saying that people love a certain song, but don't know what it is. So we're going to start up a new regular feature on the podcast, where we're going to play you a couple of songs off the band's mixtape, whatever they're, they're playing out before shows at this moment in time, and then give you some details about where it's come from. The first one that they've been playing recently that we're going to play for you now is this one. I've been working on a cocktail called Grounds for Divorce. Whoa, 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 whoa. That I hold in now, I think you probably already know that, but just in case you don't, that was Grounds for Divorce by Elbow. Elbow have shared a couple of festival bills with Keane in their time, and both have been nominated for the Mercury Music Prize, but Elbow outdid Keane and went on to win this year's prize. Now, they used to have uh, Forget Myself on the list before shows, but this has replaced it, and the album that it comes from, Seldom Seen Kid, is absolutely fantastic. Um, although Chris doesn't have it yet, for which he's a fool, I, um, I definitely put it right up there as one of my favourites from this year. I absolutely love their first album, I've got to say, but I, I never really followed it through, so I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, next up is this confrontational little number. That is Bjork's Declare Independence from her album Volta. Uh, again, they've had Bjork on the mixtape for a long, long time now, but it used to be her really anthemic hyper-ballad that they had. Um, and this is a, a really huge track for, for Bjork, although um, I don't think it was a single. Um, this caused her to be kicked off the bill at the Exit Festival in Novi Sad in Serbia. She was banned from China as a result of it, and it also led to Glastonbury Festival being fined because her massive live show broke their curfew in 2007. And I think it's easily one of the best live songs I've ever seen. And I think it's really cool that it's been played before they come on. Yep, cool. So we'll be guiding you through two more of the band's favourites next time. Right, well, I think we'll call that a podcast, you know. Yes, let's. 
Next time, we'll be joined in the squat by our man on the US tour for a full report. And we'll be looking forward to the release of Perfect Symmetry, the single which could have a crucial effect on the album's sales. We'd love to hear from you guys ahead of our Christmas review of the year, so email us your thoughts, commentary on the band's recent performances, ideas for the future, or anything else. If they're good enough, we'll pass them on to someone more important. And that address is mailbox at beyondtheinc.com. So until next time, goodbye.